It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, I'm excited about today's program, everyone. I have a brand new diva that we're going to be welcoming to our program. Her name is Catherine Dean, and I'm excited to get to know her just like all of you. If this is your very first time tuning into the Divas That Care, thank you so much uh, our program has been running now for 10 years, and we have a variety of amazing hosts on the Divas That Care Network, so make sure that you check them out on their programs. Well, let's get started. I'd like to introduce Catherine Dean. Uh, welcome to our program, Catherine. I'm so excited to chat with you today and get to know you. Hi, I'm really excited to be here. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Uh, Catherine, what we usually do in the beginning of our programs is we usually ask our amazing guests to share a little bit about themselves. Would you mind doing that with us today? Sure, not at all, not at all. So my name is Catherine Dean. I live in New York. Uh, we just got a little bit of snow, so I've my my past is really in the financial world with planning and working with individuals, women, couples uh, to really create financial freedom in their lives. And I have um, through the years, and I'll give you a little bit more about that, but in the past few years, I have started to create some additional residual and passive income for myself that I have advocated for clients for over 20 years. So um, that's a little bit about kind of a history about who I am, but I have two kids. We have two dogs. We just got another puppy. So wish me luck on that. And I'm married and, <laughs> and you know, doing the same thing that most people are doing right now with their kids with virtual learning and just trying to manage all everything that's happened in 2020 for sure. That's amazing. You know, 2020 has been an interesting year and I can fully understand on a lot of those fronts there. Um, my husband got me a puppy through this pandemic and I was like, Oh my goodness, what were we thinking? And it's been such an adventure and so much fun. And um, with myself, I've got four daughters that we've been homeschooling also. So it is an amazing uh, transition and journey through 2020. And I'm so excited that you're, you're obviously you're adjusting quite well and you're doing some amazing things out there. And one of the things I wanted to mention, Catherine, is that I absolutely love your website. You know, I went on there and I was checking you out. I'm like, oh my goodness, she's going to be so much fun to interview today. And you're just doing so many things with other women out there. So I want to yeah. talk a little bit about what it is that you're doing, because I think it's going to be really important. A lot of people are at home, as you were saying right now, we're kind of dealing with different things. We're trying to figure things out. And you know what? We have to be careful because in regards to our finances, we're trying to figure, okay, we're not in a regular job anymore where we're with somebody all the time. We're doing other things now. And I kind of want to talk about that because I think it's really important. Perfect. Well, oh my God, this is so my wheelhouse. So I appreciate that. And I, um, I appreciate the compliment on my website. It, it was, it, we've been through several, if everybody uh, who has an on, uh, home online business, you go through several transitions to finally get where you want to feel like you're at home. So I appreciate that. Uh, and for myself, I can share also, but let's just talk about the new, what I would consider normal. I think 
100% there's been a shift in the world. I think people are starting to realize they actually like not commuting and being able to work in flexible um, flexibility, meaning at home, yeah. if, you, if you didn't work at home before. And there is, uh, there is a total shift in what people are starting to realize are the most important things in their lives versus trading so, many time for do- so much time for dollars. Um, from a person that has commuted throughout her career on and off for up to two hours each way, I can tell you that um, it's really nice not commuting, you know, and having that flexibility. But also there's a new normal of, okay, well, if I can work from home, and, and fortunately I've been able to do that. Some people, unfortunately, have not. They've had to pivot and figure out a different way to, um, to generate income, right? So there's, there's a lot of different ways mm-hmm. out there. Uh, sometimes, especially with brick and mortar, so, you know, it's been a little tough for some people if they have a brick and mortar business right now. And what can you do? What can you start to put in place to be able to shift and have that working for you so that you're not feeling stressed out? The last thing we need is any more stress right now, right? So what can you do to that start? So getting, yeah, yeah. And getting that, um, that plan in place so that your life will be easier and on your own terms, right? Because that's, that's what I always talk about is create your life and don't let your life or the, your, what's happening around you create it for you because nobody wants to have regrets 40 years, 30, 20 years down the line saying, I should have, I could have, I would have. And, uh, and that's really where I work with women mainly to shift their perspective on what is it that you want? You know, a lot of us are moms, right? So that's one identity. Uh, a lot of us are caregivers. That's another identity. That's just in our nature of who we are. And we so often lose who we are. Like, who is it that we, who we are and what do we want in life? And, um, and a lot of it ties back to stepping into your fear and your courage to be authentically you, uh, can you imagine if like everybody in the world just showed up for their authentic selves and didn't put on a facade for what we think the world wants us to be? What a beautiful place that would be. You know, we'd all be sharing our natural talents and our natural gifts. And I see that often women stand behind the curtain a little bit and don't feel comfortable being that person because they want to fit in. They want to um, and not everybody, and I, I love the women that stand out because they have a, they basically share a voice for those that can't or aren't ready to, but they model that so that women can step into their power. So, uh, so that's what really what I'm all about, you know, vision boarding, retreats, workshops, things that allow women to be comfortable, right, be comfortable where they're at and be able to share authentically, not feel as though, they're going to be penalized or um, have punitive ways against them because they're sharing in a place that isn't safe and allow them to share so that they're, they're rising up to their most authentic self. So, yeah, so that's really Oof, what I, love I do. That. Well, and you're doing so many amazing things. And I, I love, you know, like when I, as I said, I've gone to your website and I love that you are a person that looks at residual income. Um, I've been a firm believer in residual income for years uh, and been very fortunate over the years to be a part of different organizations. And I think it's important that sometimes we, we have other types of revenue coming in. 
And I, is it okay to kind of ask you a little bit about that? How do you feel about that? And is that something you usually recommend to a lot of people is to find an organization, a business, so that they can use that also? Yeah, no, I listen, that's something that I'm, I just had a conversation with somebody today about it. Uh, she's a lawyer and she's like, you know, long-term a lot, like, I don't want to do law until I die. I want some, I want a hobby in retirement that I could help people still, because as a lawyer that, you know, she's always helping somebody, but helping somebody that's on my terms versus having, you know, making sure the courts are open and things like that. So yeah, let's talk about that. So there's yeah. multiple ways to have residual and passive income, right? We could sell a book. We could, you know, write a book and sell a book. And, um, and I don't want to say hope because some people do have a lot of success with books, but hope that on Amazon or, or some other avenue that it's selling and you're getting residual income from that. Uh, that's, you know, probably a very small percentage of the population. We could sing or we could be, you know, be on commercials and long-term, we could get some residual income from that. Uh, not as highly likely, right? Very small percent of the population. We could buy assets, uh, additional real estate where the rent, and I, I call it rent rolls, but the rent is coming in. And uh, hopefully you've done some, you know, valuations on it to make sure that you're collecting additional income in addition to whatever the mortgage is, right? So professional, so, so you actually understand, mm -hmm. you know, what that means to you because, you know, people in 2008 to 2010 we're really not in a good situation if they didn't understand how that works long-term. So, uh, so definitely, but that also comes with the price tag, right? You need to come up usually with 20% of whatever that price is to buy the real estate. So that in itself is tough to be able to do for people for residual and passive income, or there's such things as um, you might have friends that might be opening businesses, or you might have friends that say, listen, do you want to invest 5% in a business? You're a private equity partner and you get paid some residuals there or some, you might get a K1 or paid out that way. That's another way. Um, and the last one, which I love to talk about, and I don't, you know, it's got a really bad rap out there. Um, I was skeptical for years and I had been approached for over 20 years is something like network marketing. Um, that's always great because you have a very small investment to get started. And that small investment, however, um, through, you know, effort and time could really build residual income over time. Uh, it's usually not a quick fix. It's usually you're building a business, right? Mm -hmm. But the investment is so small um, versus a brick and mortar where you could be putting in even a franchise. You could be putting in $500,000 to a million dollars and hoping that it will be successful long-term, whereas network marketing, very little investment, less, usually between $100 and $200 a month. And you can really, if you, if you learn the skill set, can really build long-term residual income. And there are so many companies out there right now. Um, you know, I always say, you know, because I'm, now I'm part of one. I was actually just approached today to become part of another one. I was like, no, 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 I, I'm, I'm staying in my lane. I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> uh, you know, like I, I've learned it. I have a really, I have a great team already I've built. Like I'm going this way, right? So, um, however, there is a skill set and we have to be okay getting out of our, what I would consider our comfort, but yeah. not so comfort zone, right? And learning and being coachable because I can't even imagine right now, being, being home and not being able to apply for a job going somewhere, right? And not knowing what to do and not having the income coming in. Like, I, 
I, mm-hmm. my, the empathic part of me is cringing inside for the people I know that are really struggling right now. And I feel the same way without that. I I can feel it in my heart. I'm very heart centered and I can just feel it. um, The pain that people are going through. I mean, it's the holidays, right? And people, you know, if you have young kids and it's, it's uh, the world is shifting and the world is definitely on in a, I feel like back in March, the world shifted like one degree. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody listening to this, but it was, you know, it's now the new normal. The new normal is there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of people working from home. There's going to be a lot of online interaction. And if you're not shifting with that or pivoting with that, um, you you definitely start reevaluating what you're doing right now, because there, there's too much opportunity out there. If you do want to stay home and you do want to be able to um, work with the team and have support around you in community, there's such an opportunity waiting for you. So I, I want to be mindful I love of that, that because, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I, 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 mean, I think it's community is a huge thing, and I don't think people really understood that part of it. And I wanted to kind of go back a little bit about what you were talking about. I want to ask you one question. Since you've been doing this, obviously, for a long time here, why do you think that before now it is always, like, a lot of people are kind of always shaking their heads, oh, I don't want to do that, you know, it's kind of a scam or, or anything like that. I, I find online network marketing and, you know, any type of business like that, it, it's always had a bad rap. But people are kind of now thinking outside the box, like, well, maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was, and it might be a good opportunity because I, can, I see people diving into things all the time now, and I think they have almost that hope and that, oh, I get it. I understand what these people were doing before, and now I want to be a part of it. Per, yeah, so uh, I think it got a bad rap because, and, and I, I won't name names, but I remember back probably 20 years, uh, certain certain people would say, oh, pyramid scheme or things like that. That was back in the 80s, and that was financially related, and it would be like, you give me this money, and you're going to get double your money back, and then you never see the money, right? Like, it, it, you can Google it, and you can look it yeah. up. But so people – so. That, set that aside, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about now with network marketing and owning your own business. Um, yes. So right now, the power, the power, first of all, of community, right? Secondly, that I think people value as far as money. And listen, I deal with money every single day um, right before this call. Like it's, it's you know, this is what I'm, I'm doing on a daily basis, working with clients and stuff. And people, I think, are very... Um, starstruck by oh wow look at that person they opened this huge corporation or they op- they spent a million dollars to open a brick and mortar and which is great and I'm not believe me I'm not downplaying it I've owned and I've bought and sold a few businesses in my lifetime so and but right now brick and mortar and the way the world is right now is really tough think about the overhead that you can't that you can't take care of because you don't have your customers coming in the door so people value that as you had a storefront or you had a place to go. But what people don't see is a having an online business is legit, like a legitimate business. It's you're, you're not, you're creating a lifetime income. And what I love about that is I don't, I don't know any place else except something like real estate, but you have, you need to invest a lot of money, um, which I've done and I understand it. So like, 
you could wait 10 years to save $100,000 to be able to put a down payment to hope to heck that your tenants pay on time, right? Like, let's be real. Uh, and right now, those people like New York City, for instance, um, yeah. and I'm going down a little rabbit hole here, but and I'll stop in a sec, but think about all those commercial properties in New York City that have empty storefronts right now, right? So when you have a, a home-based online business and network marketing for people that haven't really researched it, they call it a scam because it takes work. It's network. Like there's a work name in there. When <laughs> It takes work and it takes um, grit and it takes <laughs> yes. skill set that you need to learn. And it's a totally different and I don't, it's a totally different way of doing business versus being an employee. So we're brought up with employee mindsets, right? Go work for something, collect an income, retire at a certain age, save a certain amount of money, and hopefully you'll be able to take care of yourself in retirement. So we're not, nobody really ever challenges us in school to say, well, if you were going to be an entrepreneur and you needed to make $100,000 a year, what business model would you go into? Like, I, I, I have my MBA and nobody hardly ever told me that. We, we worked off of other companies, mm-hmm. not creating our own company, right? So the, the beauty, and this is why I'm, I'm, I'm really stressing the beauty of network marketing is community. Second is all the marketing's done for you. You're not. You don't need a marketing budget of 25% of your um, your profits on an annual basis to figure out marketing. You don't have to hold the product; it goes out automatically. Or you just basically are sharing something with somebody and seeing if it's for them. Where people I get, love that. Yeah. But where people get hung up is their fear of sharing that they're doing this because there's a bad rap with it, right? And mm-hmm. If I could, in my belief that I know many people in the industry making six figures, multiple six figures, multiple millions of dollars a year, where they started out in a profession that they were trading their time for dollars somewhere else, like they were working for somebody, but they saw the potential. They saw what this could bring in their lives. And they thought, "Hmm, I'm going to do this in the pockets of my time. What do I have to lose? Because what do you have to lose, right? You really have nothing to lose. So that was that. That is the the difference. And what I don't think people also understand is the community aspect. God, do we all need community right now? Um, we all need to know that somebody oh, yeah. has our back. That we can, you know, we can talk to somebody. I mean, you know, family members aren't getting together for the holidays right now. It, it's a really tough time. And I don't want to go. I don't really want to go too deep into the. The what happened this year, I want to go into what could happen in 2021 if you stepped into something different yes. for yourself. That's really where I want to go into is, can you imagine like a year from now, if you put some, a little bit of grit and courage and effort into something that you could have additional income, or you could be making a living off of doing something right from your home that you never thought of before. Because people are struggling. People need an answer yes. right now. You know, and for the Catherine, when I was looking at your stuff, you know, I was absolutely inspired and I loved what your mission said that you want to empower a million women with financial independence. You know, that is such a strong mission statement to have and to really want to empower women out there. And our program is listened to in over 30 countries around the world. And we're just beyond grateful for that aspect. But I was think I would be honored if you could empower these women to 
to understand about their self-worth and empower them to be successful in everything that they do. Oh, let's, I don't, let's start. We'll start somewhere. There's so many aspects to this. Uh, but number one <laughs> is value your superpowers, value them. Because if you're not going to value them, nobody else will. And, you know, everybody has different superpowers. Um, you know, I, I'm a pretty structured, like thorough, like usually if I speak to somebody, I'm not like dancing around and all goofy. That's just not my superpower. But I know some women that are incredible at like livening up or just being goofy to kind of take the stress out of environments, right? Like I'm, I'm a pretty straightforward, like I'm going this way type of person. Um, but there are superpowers that women have that they know if you, if you are into like intuitiveness or, you know, in your gut, whatever you want to call it, your gut, your heart, whatever it is, when you, when you put your hand on your chest and you know what that superpower is, don't hide it from the world because it's there for a reason. It's pulling, it's trying to draw that superpower out of you because you were born with it and you were supposed to share that. So value, value, value yourself a hundred percent. Because by valuing yourself, then no matter what you're doing, the income will come for you. Uh, Everything will shift in your life. And then from valuing yourself, we need to get real comfortable in the financial conversation. Too many women hold themselves back from promotions, from um, job, like from bonuses, from um, increases in job responsibilities, from too many different things because they might be playing a small game, but it's not their fault. See, societally, I was brought up to like kind of sit in the back corner and be quiet and, you know, have be put where I'm supposed to be in like in a place. Right. And the next generation, however, I love them because they're like, they're like roaring out. Like they're coming, like they're these lionesses <laughs> that are roaring for all generations. And I love it right now. Um, but if you're like me, like I'm in my mid forties, um, I was, you know, I kind of took a back seat to most people growing up. I kind of was meek for a long time. And then I realized after going through my own divorce that I was in the financial industry for 10, for over 10 years, but I still wasn't showing up like I had that experience. I don't know if that makes sense to everybody, but I kind of mm-hmm. was still playing a small game because I was hiding behind a very big male presence in my industry. And then I realized, oh my God, do you know how many women don't like to talk about money, but they need to so that they become financially independent. Like they need to be able to pay themselves first. They need to put themselves in advance of other people at times, especially kids or family. Um, We work really hard and a lot of us have kids. So there's always like time taken off of work and not being able to save for ourselves. Then an elderly parent gets sick and we're taking time off to take care of them. And then something else happens. So our work, our work experience or how long we're in the workforce to save for anything is less. So we have to be more proactive. Uh, So as far as empowering and I, and when I, when I speak that into existence about empowering 1 million people before I die with financial independence, it's truth. Like it, and I haven't figured out how many people so far, cause I, I was speaking on stages and I'm on podcasts and things like that, but just know that every woman is valued. Every woman has a mission and speak into existence what that is for you. And then start to create some sort of, 
fund for yourself, if it's a dollar, if it's $100 a week, whatever that is, start putting that away for yourself because that is your, oh, crap, and then also, wow, I want to go take care of myself fund. And just start thinking about money in a different way than um, being scared of it. Because money is just a tool, guys. Like, and I say, guys, I say that often. I'm a New Yorker. Um, but, and I mean it for all the women. Like, money is just a tool to create independence in your life. There's, like, money is a piece of paper or it's coins. What, we, what happens is we put so much emphasis on what that value is versus knowing it's just a tool for exchange. And when it flows, money will flow easier into your life. It's when, we, it's when we hold on to it really tightly or we pretend we don't have to think about it. That's when things get a little messed up because we're not putting any intention behind it, right? Just oh, like we I don't put that. intention behind our worth. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Catherine, I have had a blast. I know that our, our time is up here, but I want to ask you, is there um, – first, I want you to give your website social media handles where our listeners can get a hold of you and – you know, touch base, you know, perhaps book a time with you where they can chat and maybe you could help them out. Sure. I'd love that. Uh, it's CatherineDeanBrands.com and it's Catherine, which is K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-D-E-A-N, brand, B-R-A-N-D-S.com. I'm on Instagram, um, the wealthy woman within. You can always de- like private message me, no big deal. And on Facebook, I'm Catherine M. Dean. Um, and you can find me, all my pictures are the same. So if you find me on Instagram, you'll find me on Facebook also. And feel free to just contact me and ask me questions. Listen, I'm an open book and I'm really generous with my time. I, I'm on a mission. You can tell because one woman empowered <laughs> is an entire family empowered. So, <laughs> so true. Thank oh, you. well, I had, this is wonderful. I've had so much fun. I hope that you can come back on our program again and share some more stuff with us. I'd love to. I'd love to. This has been amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, well, I've had a blast. And for all of our listeners out there, I just want you to know that I'm going to be posting all of Catherine's information on all of our social media links. Uh, Make sure that you take this show and send it to your friends and family. I think they're going to really love it. And I think that Catherine can really help them out. If anybody's looking for opportunities and, you know, really anything, if you have any questions, like she said, so make sure you check her out. Uh, Again, Catherine, thank you so much. I look forward to having another program with you in the future. Terrific. I can't wait. (laughs) Well, I hope you guys all had a great time listening to this program. For all of our other programs, you can check out divasthatcare.com. And until next time, I hope you all have a great evening. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.